Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is a Shares for Beginners quick tip. Essential lessons, questions answered. There are many asset classes with various risk profiles that investors need to be aware of. If you take a look at your super, you'll often see fixed income in your investment options. This quick tip is with Camilla Love, the founder and managing director of ETF provider eInvest. We discussed fixed income, what to watch out for and what role it can play. Yeah, fixed income is a great area to think about. So stepping back a little bit, when companies, there's two ways to raise capital. They can do it through um, equities or they can do it through debt. And debt is essentially fixed income. And fixed income, the attributes of fixed income are the coupon rate, so the interest rate that you get paid as a borrower, and then also the principal, so the amount of capital that gets borrowed. So fixed income in ETF land has grown a lot in the last um, 18 months. There's a lot more opportunity to invest in fixed income passively and actively. So putting my actively managed hat on, I believe that fixed income should be actively managed. And the reason for that is because fixed income indices aren't that great. So if you think about what fixed income indices are, is those companies who issue the most debt are higher up in the index and therefore get allocated more money. And I don't think that as an investor, I want to be able to sit there and go, I'm allocating my dollar or my hundred dollars to the company that's issuing the most debt. That's not the way that I would think about it. The other good thing about actively managed fixed income is that you can move the duration rate, which is a really technical word, of that portfolio. And given that interest rates are low right now, you technically need to have a lower duration portfolio to benefit in this rate environment. But there's a really great article on the EMVS website on fixed income. So, If you don't know much and you really want to go and learn some more about that area, head there and you can find us some more. So in its most basic form, it's a way of getting a little bit more money on your term deposits. Not like a term deposit. It's not like a term deposit at all, but it's a way of generating a bit more interest in your investments. That's right. And there's different types of fixed income in there. So most people do think of term deposits and hybrids. There's also sovereign, so government bonds. Mm -hmm. There's corporate credit. So companies loaning, there's high yield bonds. And so particularly in this area of really low interest rates, what we're finding is investors are actually moving up the risk spectrum, trying to find extra returns from their fixed income portfolios. But fixed income to me is your insurance part of your portfolio. And that's really critical when constructing a full portfolio of equities, fixed income, and, you know, a balanced portfolio, what most people call a balanced portfolio. So fixed income's there to be your insurance for when equities move 
the way that you probably don't want it to move, right? Mm. Fixed income attributes is generally lower volatility and the income yield, right? So that is what investors invest for in their fixed income. But particularly now, when interest rates are so low, lots of people are heading towards the higher yielding credit portfolios just to eke out more interest in their portfolios. And I think that a lot of investors don't understand what they're getting into because they move more like equities in higher yielding fixed income than they actually do like bonds. So if you're looking at a fixed income portfolio that is returning 6% or more, per annum, you really need to lift that hood, look at what's in it and understand the volatility and return profile of fixed income. Because if fixed income's not there to be your insurance policy, it's there for something else. And you need to understand that when putting your portfolio together. So what I wanted to talk about, coming back to fixed income, you're talking about the risk and that there's different risks in corporate bonds. Presumably it's because the company's that pay the highest amount of interest are not as strong as the ones that are paying a lower amount of interest. Yeah, and I'm most right. probably not using the right terminology here, but if you can explain it a little bit better than what I'm doing. That's right. So if you're a company that is doing really well and you've lent out some money, your interest rate will be generally lower. The industry gives you a what they call credit quality score. So those companies are doing really well and can pay back their interest, they get an A or more on their credit quality score, for example. Those companies who are not so good at paying back their debt and aren't doing so well, they might get something which is called a triple B or less quality score on their credit quality. And that's an easy indicator to show you their propensity and actually default So when you're looking at a portfolio of fixed income, you should ask yourself not only about what is the return, so what is the coupon rate or the interest rate that you're getting, but also what is the average credit quality of this portfolio? So there are some listed LICs and ETFs out there that have triple B or less credit quality scores as their average portfolio and some who are A or above. So when putting your portfolio together, you need to think about what proportion of my fixed income allocation will go to triple A, double A, A, or even triple B or less. So the propensity to default is higher, obviously, in triple B or less companies. If you found this podcast helpful, please tell a friend, especially if it's someone who needs to start thinking about investing for their future. You'll be helping them and helping me to keep this show on the road. Shares for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not Shares for Beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.